If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Thanks for listening to the Von Hessler Doctrine podcast. Remember, you can hear the show every weekday from 9 to noon right here on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. Live from the heart of Atlanta, Georgia, and beyond, Hour 1 of the Von Hessler Doctrine begins right now. I am your lovable, huggable, mid-morning chat host, Eric Von Hessler. The other voices you hear are the doctrinaires. Man of a thousand voices, Tim Andrews. Lady of quite a few voices in her own right, Autumn Fisher. The man behind the glass, Shaney B. And the handsomest producer in all of producery, Jared Yamamoto. And I gotta say, man, the, uh, the internet's very chatty this morning. Yeah, uh, you, you, you get, well, what, what, what morning is the internet not chatty, <laughs> number one? Uh, but you did mention to me in the office, you know, before the, uh, the big proceedings begin, mm. of course, we huddle up in the Von Hessler office, and Jared Yamamoto tells me what's going on on the internet. Why does he have to tell me? Because I don't know. Because I'm not there. And when I say the internet, I mean specifically social, social media. media. Obviously, I'm using the internet for... Uh, Different things, but not the social media. So he's my millennial liaison. Mm. Yeah. So he is my liaison to the millennial world. And when I say millennial, I mean everybody now. Everybody's on, you know, at least worried about social media. So this morning, you mentioned a couple things where I thought, okay, it's dead. It's over. Hashtag no more. Can't think of anything else. It's gotten to there's a couple of hashtags he told me about really sound like the kind of conversations you have on the playground when you're seven. Okay. Honestly. Well, I I mean, got... this is, I, I'm assuming that this... I don't know who starts a hashtag. I don't know how one becomes, you know, the biggest thing in the world. But uh, th- this must be a seven-year-old who was uh, just thinking about it. Because these are the kind of things that, that, that we used to talk about when we were children in elementary school on the playground. And I'm assuming that these... Now, uh, I guess people just don't grow up. Hashtag, I'm 35 and I'm going to speak like a child. Is that really what's going on? <laughs> These are both top 25 trends in the United States of America, so Hold you on. know they're serious. How, first of all, how are there 25 trends? How are there 25? How do because I keep Jack up? Because Jack Dorsey says so. That's in, why. in order to be popular, you'd never be able to sleep. you got got 25 <laughs> different things you got to be a part of. And the key is, honestly, if you... Where's BTS today? Well, they, 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 the 20s. They, they were trending last night, but <laughs> not, I'll, I'll not tell now. you right, I know enough about it that I know that in the top 25, probably there is a BTS-oriented sort of thing. There was a BTS Who would you trend. marry? <laughs> which, which out of the 25 members of BTS, none of which, as far as I can see, can play an instrument, which of the 25... <laughs> Mannequins. Which of the twenty-five of your favorite hairless mannequins mm. would you marry, if you could? That's got to be in there about twenty twenty-one. Jim. 
Jim. Oh, yeah, Jim BTS? Yeah. They're like the Ramones. They're they, all, they all have the same last name. Barry. BTS. Barry BTS. <laughs> <laughs> all right, what do you got? What, what are these so, hashtags? So this, so this is the lesser trend here. If I had a genie in a bottle, I would. You see what I'm talking about? Isn't that something like you talk about on the, you know, if I had a genie, yeah. we yeah, would you, I would you. Know, I would bring world yeah. peace yeah. to <laughs> everywhere, man. <laughs> well, we have gotten to the point where this is what. 40-year-olds are discussing well, now. The third biggest trend in the United if States is this If I were a genie, well, don't you want to know? Sure. Let's yeah. Hear. If well, I had to go if through I had the a, room and figure it out? If I had a genie, I think the most obvious thing, because you can't, you can't ask for more wishes, right? Mm -hmm. Actually, it was just a loophole somebody thought of in the 40s, and then somebody came along, nah, yeah, you can't ask for that, because ultimately you'd have as many wishes as you want. Yeah. But you can wish for, I don't know, one trillion dollars. You get, I get hey. that. I get that first. Hey, hey, Joe hey, Biden. I got a genie. Yeah, you. you hey, you're tossing things around. <laughs> hey, we need another. Look, I got three wishes. I've only used two. Let me tell you something. If I oh. get wish number one and it's a trillion dollars, you know, give the other two to somebody else. I don't need another two. Uh, but I, I, there's probably a rule in there that you can't do that as well. Genies come, uh, come with don't, rules. Don't genies do like little tricks on you? Yeah, you have right? to wish like, for ironic. A, a trillion dollars yeah. and they give you one trillion oh. doll hairs or something. Or, <laughs> e either that or they know that once you get a trillion dollars, it's going to be only three to six months before you're suffering from some sort of deadly STD. You see? Mm. You learned your lesson. Aw, oh, genie. <laughs> I'm going to get you, genie. I don't, you know me. <laughs> I do not mess with the genie. Uh, yeah, no. There was no difference, by the way, between that and Bewitched, right? I Dream a Genie was the there same. There was a lot vast difference between those two shows. Excuse me? There, there was, was what? a vast there difference was a lot between vast. those two shows. Well, there was the same in the sense that anybody else that wasn't the person that was to, in the show, that was the husband or uh, the whatever the... A cousin or a the, relative. What was, what was Major... Uh, Major Nelson. Yeah, what was oh, he? Oh, just a coworker. He was, no, he they weren't in a relationship with with Jeannie, right? Or were they in the end? He got married oh, they to got her married in the end. Yeah. But in the beginning, they weren't really in no, a relationship. No, Larry Hagman, he was a space, he was an astronaut. Yeah. And he uh, landed. A space astronaut. A space astronaut. Space and man. he washed up on uh, on Yeah, I island, saw the opening. I and he it. found the bottle. I'm just wondering, I get the origin story of I Dream of Jeannie. Derek, Darren and he lived, and there was a genie yeah, inside I, of the I, bottle. He worked at NASA, I know. Darren, yeah. Darren Stevens met his wife. Yes. Samantha and fell in love with her, then found out she was a witch. But both of them are the same in the sense that they wanted to be able to succeed on their own. They didn't want any help. Yeah. One with the witchcraft, which almost no one else would ever do. I mean, if you found out that your wife was a witch, I mean, right. the, the good kind, yeah, not the yeah. bad kind. Right. Most of us find that out at some point, but I mean, the good kind of witch. <laughs> if you found if you found out, almost nine out of ten husbands would say, yeah, yeah, hey, that trillion dollars. Come on, yeah. let's go. Let's cook that up. But how about, I got an idea. Uh, we live on a uh, beach, and uh, uh, it's got everything that we need, and uh, easily accessible if we want to throw parties. Wishes. And we, no, uh, the witch doesn't have, the witch. Oh, yeah, that's I right. Can, I can go forever. So, <laughs> neither of them wanted, you know, like, would you say, hey, Jeannie, get me on that next uh, spaceship to the moon. I want to be on that, you know, that, something along those lines. 
All right. Well, that's what's now the, the bigger trend. This is the third <laughs> I, biggest. Trend. I'm out. Of, I'm out of. No, no, no. He wished to I'm be an oil baron. What's that? He wished to be an oil baron, so she turned him into J.R. Oh, Ewing. Yeah, the guy who uh, got shot. Yeah. We ever figure out who did that? Yeah, Kristen. Okay. Uh huh. Spoiler alert. Now the bigger trend, <laughs> You're guys. Spoiling. <laughs> Tim, Tim, I was just about to watch that. Oh, I was about to binge. I apologize. <laughs> it's only fifty years ago. Forty. Thank 40, you. Yeah, Come on, that's right. not ages too. Forty-one. Was, was it was 1980, old. I believe. Yes, it was. It? The biggest watched television program in history. Still? No, MASH beat it. Final MASH. Yeah, but even that, does that still hold Still, and, uh, not counting Super Bowls, yeah. I, yeah, well, I'll bet you there are uh, regular season games. Yeah, the first season. episode of This Is Us. Well, listen. <laughs> hey. You wanted to be there. Now, you want to talk about history. Yeah. Millennial soap opera? I was oh, there. I was there yeah. at the very beginning. You'll be able to we tell your grandchildren. We all remember where we were. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Absolutely. I was, I, I unfortunately was not in front of a television. I remember where I oh. was. <laughs> and so since I- You missed out. Since I missed the first one, uh, I just haven't, I just said, okay, I missed that train. The idea of, uh, I want to watch melodramatic millennials. Oh, cry. The, the music, no. too. Oh, oh my yeah. God. Da, 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 da. Cry, <laughs> cry. Da, 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 da. And then I found out that he was my father. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. Hey, can I get some heroin? That's my dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, somebody's watching. You seem to know plot. I watched the first two seasons plot of it. Points. Yep. Well, he I watched like a baby. with people I watched. That's it, another thing. I don't want to know that those writers are so good that they can get me to cry. Uh-huh. And I'm not difficult to get to cry. And then I feel like they won. I've lost a battle. Yeah, that's how I started to feel about Pixar. I was yeah. like, get out of here, Pixar. Stop yeah. making me feel all my feelings. I'm just <laughs> yeah. trying to have a nice time at this movie. Actually, I'm just, you know, the kids. I needed to do something with the kids. I don't need I know, to go but instead I'm like, emotions. I'm a mother and I'm going to die one day. <laughs> my kids will be sad. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Cartoon Land. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For tossing my mortality in my face. <laughs> So what is the other uh, Okay, hashtag? so this is the third biggest trend in the United States. I don't Everybody's care. Everybody's playing biggest it. trend. You know what that means if you're the third biggest trend? What? Like 99% of the people in the country have no idea <laughs> yeah. about it. All right, go. Are you ready? Hashtag, if the neighbors peek in my window, I would Okay, finish. there's only one response. Finish. And that's not it. <laughs> what? That's not it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> washing the dishes. Finish. You could be washing the dishes. This cake I'm baking. <laughs> I'll be out in a second. <laughs> isn't, isn't there just one answer? You call the cops? Well, what if it's it? your neighbors, why would you call the cops? And why, would need my neighbors, why would my neighbors be peeking into my window? Hi. What are they doing in there? You know, I don't have a door? <laughs> you can't knock? <laughs> so it ends up being, the uh, reason I brought this up because I think that once you get to a point where where you live in a society where no one's allowed to say anything that is even slightly could hurt the feelings of anyone else. So, for instance, the word whore can't be in the punchline. You know, when you remove stuff like that, then people just have to kind of try to have fun. And so this turns out to be a thing where people post pictures of their cats. This is what they'd see. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. You've really blanded things down to the level of this is humor. Thank you very much. Are we going to do some headlines? Yes. Uh, landlords are suing to stop Biden's political eviction ban, Eric. Political eviction ban? That sounds like an editorial statement inside of the headline, sir. (laughs) Well, hey, you know what? You can see how I feel about it. How do you feel? (laughs) 
I'm this, sorry, Joe. This really needs to move fast to the Supreme Court. I mean, this is important. Uh, sometimes things have to be done, even though the American people aren't smart enough to know what's happening. <laughs> and obviously, given the lack of outrage on this, I don't know what it is. I don't know if media is just not really reporting it. I don't know if uh, whatever years of mandatory education, you don't walk away from that, understanding how the country works. And if you understand how the country works, you know how the country's not supposed to work. And I went on and on about this yesterday. I'm not going to do it again. It does not matter what you think about the issue of evictions. This is unconstitutional. So hopefully it'll get to uh, the Supreme Court very quickly because the director of the CDC, (laughs) as far as I can tell, does not have the authority to... uh, Decide public policy, let alone uh, public financial policy. Like, 83% of the people in the United States, because the director of the CDC decided, don't have to pay their rent. Uh, I got a magnifying glass out. I was checking out that Constitution last night. I, I can't find that clause. I know we're doing headlines, Jared. I don't want to interrupt that, but it's a story that uh, has been around for a couple of days you haven't gotten to. Okay. It's from the uh, smoking gun. Couple arrested for mutual pasta battery. (laughs) Combatants. I like the word combatants. Combatants found covered in spaghetti. Uh, Police responding to, this is smoking gun, police responding to a 1 a.m. Everything seems right, right? First of all, uh, you're in a situation where uh, you're eating spaghetti at 1 a.m. and the cops are called. Police responding to a 1 a.m. domestic disturbance found a, you guessed it, Florida couple. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Covered in spaghetti following a physical confrontation that resulted in the pair's arrest on domestic battery charges. According to police, Stephanie Lanis, 45, and her boyfriend, Adolfo Rivera, 35, mm. were eating dinner early Friday morning. <laughs> eating dinner at 1 o'clock in the morning. I'll hate Is you. Is that know. dinner or breakfast? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it's somewhere in between. Yeah. Hey, it's dinner for us. Yeah. We don't wake up till 4. In the afternoon. Stephanie, not okay, these two were eating dinner early Friday morning in their Clearwater home when a verbal argument turned violent. During, I don't usually read on the air, but this story is just so good. <laughs> During the physical confrontation, police allege Lanis and Rivera each shoved a plate of spaghetti in the other's face. <laughs> when a Clearwater Police Department cop arrived at the residence, the duo was, quote, still covered in spaghetti upon officers' arrival, unquote. The mutual combat, for which alcohol was a factor, I oh, do, this shocking. is surprising. So you got you've got Florida alcohol, one a.m. dinner. <laughs> All we need is gator. How? Yes. How could this possibly go bad? <laughs> uh, they were booked into the county jail, released the following day. Uh, both Lannis and Rivera have pleaded not guilty to the misdemeanor count. I just wonder sometimes when you are a Florida couple, do you just decide to live up? It's like, hey, you know what? It's one. We got spaghetti. We got an argument. Let's just go for it. Let's <laughs> when do. <in> Rome. <laughs> Let's just go for it. Let's just shove spaghetti in each other's faces. I don't know. They haven't really Is been there a any meatballs to or just the spaghetti. I don't know the details that'll come out in the trial. All right. They're they're holding a lot of that back. <laughs> but uh, I wish them the yeah, best. Who of made luck. the sauce? Couple arrested for mutual pasta gravy. battery. Yeah, who made the gravy? 
Who refers to it as gravy? Italians. Really? Italians. Well, when it comes to spaghetti, they don't know what the hell they're talking about. What else do you have for me, Jared? Well, New York Governor Cuomo is remaining defiant, saying that he's not going to step down. Yeah, I got news for him. I think he is. (laughs) This is my uh, prediction. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think think Andrew (laughs) Cuomo, it looks like everybody that was on your side is suddenly not on your side, and... I, uh, they really don't want to have to worry about this whole thing where you killed a bunch of people in nursing homes beginning the pandemic. So to be able to get rid of you on this, mm. which is a great uh, Democrat cause, hashtag me too, uh, I, don't think, I, I just don't think you're going to make it, my friend. In my defense. Yeah, why were you groping all those people? I like to touch people's faces, men, <laughs> women, doesn't matter. Uh. Also... You've never seen me sniffing children like oh, a certain person. Now you're going after your oh, old ally. Wow. Well, he's not supporting me. Well, okay. So uh, well, I, this was kind of hilarious to me when this report came out that said that he had been uh, had sexually harassed different levels with different people. I'd say it's low. Well, some of them are like forced kissing and things like that. Mm. Others are suggestives or making <laughs> awkward commentary uh, in 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 front of people. Uh, but uh, your response was classic, which is he, he released a montage of photos of him being creepy with all kinds of people. Like, like, <laughs> like kissing, uh, like, I don't know who he was, he kissing like President Obama on the cheek, and he's like, men, women. What a defense. I'm not just creepy with these people. Right. Hey, I'm an all-around <laughs> creep. Yeah. Yeah. I've often, in my time in New York, have touched the faces of an 85-year-old Korean War veteran who I kissed on the mouth. That's fully open kissed on the mouth. <laughs> Why do you feel a need to grab people's faces and look them in the eye? It lets you're... them know that I care about them. <laughs> yeah, but it and I'm out. gentle. How do you not know? I, I don't understand. I, I want to say to men. Men. I ha- men. Hey, hey, guys. Yeah, hey, guys. If this is me now, listen. I was never twenty-four walking around with uh, George Clooney's twenty-four-year-old face. Okay, so I, I've been, I've gone through the world with with my face. Maybe it makes it a lot easier, or maybe it'd be guys like me who would be creepy, right? Because George Clooney never had to be creepy because women w- would yeah, probably we like fly, the, I, yeah, we like a attention. hot guy being a creep. Yeah, well, or even yeah. like women would just <laughs> try to find ways to talk to him because he was so good looking, right? right? Yeah. Not you know, not my experience. But for most of us, don't have George Clooney's face. Even George Clooney doesn't anymore. I saw him the other day. It's happening to him just like everybody else. <laughs> oh, but you saw him the for other people day. like me, which is most people, I think. I just assume that no one wants to sleep with me except for my wife, and she probably doesn't want to anymore. I was like, I just, I, I just feel like it makes life a lot easier. You just go through life, and then you go, wow, she's pretty. And then the second thought is, yeah, but she'd never sleep with me. And I just move on. And then I don't come off as creepy because I actually think about it. I'm 57 years old. I'll be 60 in a few years. How do I want to be remembered? I actually work very hard on not being creepy. It may be something that as an aging male you have to think about. But go out of your way. Chances are, it's almost certain, she never wanted to sleep with you anyway. Why lose your job over it?
Did Andrew Cuomo want to say anything else uh, before we move forward in your defense? I wanted to say that a lot of times in my administration, really hot women... <laughs> all right. No, no, no. Oh, this hey. is not a defense. This is not a defense. And men... Yeah, okay, all right. ...work in my office, mm-hmm. and it's... My all, desire. Hurry up! Though. We to, only have till noon. I, um, reach out, mm-hmm. ask them how they're feeling, and then touch reach them. in and give them a very gentle, yet supple <laughs> kiss on the cheek. Oh. I learned that from my father, who was very gregarious. He certainly was, and had beautiful lips. <laughs> That is why I wear nipple rings. <laughs> okay, now it's a little too much information. You've never seen me in a golf shirt? I have. I saw the uh, speculation. I'm her suit or her suit. <laughs> I believe so, yes. Harry, is that what you're trying to say? Pokey yeah. in the shirt chest <laughs> yeah. area. Your, 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 her suit and pokey. I like to have them tugged. Okay, all right. Listen, we don't need to hear much more. I think you're going to have to resign. I we hope just, not. We just wanted to give Tim Andrews another crack at it because he did. I went out and watched it. Hey, but he, you know what? He really didn't have his voice the first <laughs> no, time No, but around. there was a tweet from somebody that said it was great. So uh, okay, that's true. Right. That's true. Oh, the material was good. I think the, the, you were searching for the voice. I know you. I don't think it was that I good. I know. You, Autumn, the whole time, rolling her eyes. Yeah. Please tell me, Autumn, your story while I, I sit below your level, eye level in the desk. <laughs> And grab your face. Your cheeks. Uh, could you... Uh, are rosy. Could you let go of my face, please? You, you've had how many children? Uh, two. Okay. <laughs> Son, uh, Mr. Governor, where are you going? To the bathroom. Yes. Oh, this guy's oh. been there since 2011. Yeah, I know. That's the whole thing. That's it's ridiculous. Just, yeah. At the end Resign. of his term, he's going to be governor for 12 years. I wasn't yeah. even born in 2011. Yeah. <laughs> guy's been governor longer than Autumn's been born. Wow. <laughs> been alive. Did his dad do three and then lost his fourth? Yes. Okay. So if he if he ends now, it'll be slightly less than his father got to. His, his father did three full ter- terms, yeah. as I recall. And then he got beat by uh, George Pataki. I met that guy. Ooh. I walked right by him once. McLean Stevens. <laughs> I um, have heard of his name. <laughs> and, and Autumn has, has heard his name. I read him on the internet. He ran for president. That's why Autumn knows. I, I, absolutely. Oh, he did. Was he on the lower tier? Was he? Oh, yeah, on, he didn't do well he was, at all. was he one of those guys that had to be on the baby table? Was that during that that primary? <laughs> yeah, it might have been 2012, right? It wasn't this last time. It might have been 12, 2012. Yeah. Maybe he was in the. Did they have so many people on the Democrat side then that they had to have two debates, or did all that start in 2016? I, I think can't remember. I think, that was, uh, yeah. I think that was 2016. I mean, I know the Republicans did because it was everybody thought, oh, Trump can't win, so eight million people jumped into the primary. <laughs> the Trump <day>. show. <laughs> it was 2016 when he ran. Okay. Oh, oh wow! All right. Yeah. So he was on. He was at the. Uh, he, he was, was at the baby He was table. at the kitty table with, with Lindsey Graham. Uh, Lindsey Graham, how you feeling, Lindsey? Are you? Getting I feel a lot better. Let me tell you this, because. I had a sniffles. Yeah, I know. You have to, you have I to... had a sniffles, and I had a little bit of a tickle in the back of my throat, but yeah, yeah. I feel Turned better. Out we... it was not COVID. It wasn't COVID-19. And, well, it is. I yeah. tested positive for the Delta variant, but, mm-hmm. you know, go out there and get your vaccination. I don't like my... You're out there on uh, Joe Manchin's houseboat. Yeah, party. that's right. We're out partying on Joe Manchin's boat out there one of them lakes out there in West Virginia. I don't well, know I'll tell you what, when I, think of, uh, when I think of partying on the water... 
I think of two old white senators. That must be a lot of fun. Give me another Cosmo. <laughs> that, must, that must be more fun than the stuff you see on Below Deck. Appletini time. Woo. Let's do this. The research is in. And after a careful calculation, it's called Georgia Stuff. Georgia. We don't even find it. Georgia. All the time, it ain't nothing on my mind. But Georgia. We don't all right. These are stories that emanate from the great state of, not the former Soviet Union satellite country of, Are you sure? Georgia. I'm absolutely I'm sure. I'm from Tbilisi. <laughs> I, I, I think that I can guarantee that through all the stories we do today in Georgia stuff, the name Edvard Shevardnadze will not come up. Well, what do I do with all these stories then? The ones like, what I do with get them. Get rid of them. Oh. If they're about the former Soviet satellite country of yeah. Georgia, I'm not interested. I guess I didn't read far enough. Yeah. Dang it. <laughs> Unless our governor went over there to try to bring in some of that great uh, Georgia to Georgia business. I went over there to Tbilisi, <laughs> Tbilisi, and I said, we ain't go over here and help Georgia. Georgia is open to Georgia. Thank you, Scott. It's Eric. <laughs> Erickson. Scott. <laughs> no, it's not Erickson. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> all right, what do you got from yeah, all right, the th- state of Georgia? This is uh, a big one here. When Ray, a- well, <laughs> go ahead. I was, I was going to keep going. Go ahead. All right, a city within a city. Atlanta's biggest homeless camp is right next to Buckhead, and it's called The Hill, and there's been a lot of uh, disassociated crime to that area. Disassociated crime? Right, right. Be- what does me- that mean? Me- no, what you're saying, I think, if I could step in. <laughs> As your elder and mentor, you're saying is you. this crime is going up in Buckhead, yeah, and we're finding that there's a large tent city of homeless people right behind Buckhead, right. And what you're saying is there may be a, an association between the uptick of crime in Buckhead and the fact that there is a tent city of homeless people living right behind them. And this tent city is so sophisticated. It has power, it has showers, and even has a barber back there. A barber. Oh, that's the barber I want. The homeless barber. That's Floyd. Oh, what happened? A gambling, gambling problem. Oh, you're a little drunk there. It's okay. It's okay. Oh, could get, uh, could get off the horse for I couldn't get off the hair. Yeah. I am. Oh, I love the uh, homeless encampments in the sense that uh, it's always like, oh yeah, oh yeah. well, he's the wise one. Like somebody's going to be the mayor of the, you know, because he I'm the like, mayor of Bumtown. Well, th- yeah, the like thing. he's the guy. He he went to jail for thirty years on extortion or something, so he knows numbers. <laughs> yeah. you know, they get so. together, they have meetings. Like, is there any new business? Point of order. And that's the thing that's happening here is that they actually consider it their own city. It's called the Hill, and well, again, like there's like 40 people that live in there. This is, how, this is the way cities within cities work. As long as the actual city doesn't do anything about the city within the city, then yes, it actually kind of de facto becomes a city within a city. As long as you don't actually send. See, this is something that a lot of people may not realize right now, but the uh, uh, the APD they have authority. <laughs> they have authority here. The mayor has authority here, but I'm sure that they're busy deciding who's going to be on the blue ribbon panel that will discuss this in six months to see if something can be done. But uh, listen, I want to know how that barber is, because, you know, I, I, I cut my hair... Oh, yeah. Myself for the first time two Said days. Said he'd do ago. it for free for you, Eric. You yeah, know, he'd take care of you. That part. Oh, do it for free. <laughs> oh, I see right here in this, uh, I think I this did garbage all right. can. Yeah. I think I did all right with my own. This is the first time I ever cut my hair myself, and it it does. It it's not that it looks good. 
but it has not stepped over into the uh, did this guy escape from a home look. Like I, I didn't go so far. I don't have it. It's not. Uh, it's not such a bad home haircut that people are wondering if they should call around and see if anybody escaped some sort of mental facility. It's not that bad. Oh. It's not good. It's hard for us to judge because you only wear your hat. I have my hat, but look at the look at the back. I mean, the it, back not, looks good. I yeah. think yesterday when you took off your hat, the sides were a little. Thick. Yeah, the sides. I went a little, a little too suspect. A little, a little too much on one side Didn't than the get other the neck side. All the way either. I all right, look. What is uh, this? Uh, I'm being persecuted. It's actually, not that great. Oh, yeah. for Did a homeless guy give you that haircut? No, he was you busy. Should, uh, you should see how yeah. he disinfected scissors. Huh? <laughs> I went there and sat in line for a few hours. And then things got awkward, so I went yeah, home. Yeah, couldn't and book him. Cut my own. Hair. Well, and, and these homeless are very proud of their city. And one of our uh, uh, one of our news sources went. Oh out yeah, there. You, what do you get? What, what do you get? Tent pride. And talked. Well, they said they don't have money, and that's a pro- oh. that that's a problem. But they barter and uh, oh, yeah. and make things happen. Yeah, so they trade around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 My groin for your joint. Mm-hmm. And by ma- joint, I mean your marijuana, uh, or maybe <laughs> I don't. It could be a joint for joint exchange. Right. Yeah. A lot of things to go on. That's 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 pipe that. Pipe for pipe. Believe me, this is not. Uh, you've got a chicken. I, you know, I'll I'll trade you eggs for. You know, I'm a I'm a blacksmith, so I'll 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 trade you uh, shoes for your horse for some <laughs> eggs. That's not it's mostly going to be the trade is going to be sex and drugs. I would think. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe they'll put a petition in to break away from Atlanta, call themselves the Hill. You know, Buckhead's yeah. trying to do the same thing. Well, so Buckhead's I'm, looking for their own authority. Maybe they should turn it over to the mayor of Tent Town. The Hill. I'm Please. sorry, I'm calling it Tent Town. <laughs> you should see our police force. <laughs> yeah, like. We got a wagon with three wheels. We painted it blue. It's a nice shiny star. Thank you. It's made out of an old can. <laughs> I helped bend it. She did. She's I our blacksmith. I found pliers behind the dumpster. <laughs> She's our blacksmith. She heated it up over her hot tub. So, uh... <laughs> I know the mayor is about to leave office. Yes. Uh, she doesn't want to run again. So I wonder if she has time to uh, seat the panel that we'll meet in a few months to talk about whether or not there may be a slight correlation between the rise in crime in Buckhead and the tent city <laughs> of homeless people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's look, right there. It's right, right there. there I, it's, it's, listen, you know, let's knock off all this Occam's razor stuff and let's get to what's real. Don't get into this conspiracy theory, this alt-right nonsense that a bunch of homeless people in tents parked right behind Buckhead would have anything to do with the recent rise in crime. I mean, you have only revealed yourself as a hater. And again, the, the homeless in the encampment just say they barter. They don't they, they don't barter. Yeah, yeah. They, they, yeah, they don't they don't steal. Yeah. Where are you living in a utopia without yeah. money? <laughs> Look, I run the garden. <laughs> weeds have been growing for a while. I ain't got no cash, but I got yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. You need a tooth? <laughs> I'll trade you my tooth for a rock. <laughs> have, I mentioned, have I mentioned that, by the way? That, no, uh, you have not mentioned your, uh, yeah, your I'm ailment. Working, I'm working through pain. Last <laughs> night as I'm laying down to go to sleep, uh, the wisdom tooth on my left side, bottom side, just splits right Ooh. over. God. Bon, God. God. Why? Well, were you, I've were known, you chewing on a no, jawbreaker? No, it wasn't something like that. It's been. <laughs> it hasn't. It, there's no pain from the tooth itself. 
And it has been, um, uh, I've been, it's been one of those things where it's been fun to kind of like noodle with that tooth in my tongue. You ever get into that kind of, it's like, oh, it's got a little bit of a split in it. I can, you know, if I'm nervous, I can, Ew. Does it get food stuck in there? No. I mean, it's, it's not a big stinker or anything like that where, where it does that thing where you're, it fills the inside of your brain with that uh, death of an animal kind of smell. It has not done anything like that. <laughs> it just, uh, I, I think it, I think I had it, uh. I think I had a root canal years ago, so it's all dead down there. But anyway, the first day, the tongue is just scraping against that jagged metal. Can you believe what a professional I am? If I hadn't told you, you wouldn't know. Nope. That my know. tongue is bleeding, but I will bleed for my audience. Yeah, apparently, uh, Eric, the Hill has got a dentist if you'd like to go see him. You want me to point, book you a Oh, yeah. Was it right next to the barber? I think it is. Very good. I'll be there this afternoon. The Von Hessler Doctrine. Very funny and doesn't tow any party line. They politically don't piss me off. Weekdays 9 till noon on 95.5 WSB. Are we back? We are. My goodness, I was having too much fun off air and I had to be reminded it was time to go back on air. And we're doing Georgia stuff, so you know it's fun. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's a blast. (laughs) What else do you have? Do you have any more stories about tent cities? Any more upper, any more uh, optimistic stories about the future of uh, the state of Georgia? Well, uh, ec- experts are backing... Experts? Yeah, experts. Hey, that's experts say. Well, experts. But listen, there is a Georgia connection. Is there a name? Experts. Hold on. Or just experts? Experts. Experts. Okay. Yeah, people experts. who used to be named Bert. Yeah, now they're Bert. Their, changed their name. Okay, expert. <laughs> oh, maybe. Yeah. Experts. Experts are backing Mayor Bottoms on her calls to stay vigilant on COVID-19. Oh, thank God. Uh, you know what? I, I might as well. That is just a placeholder. Here's that headline to me. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> that says absolutely nothing. Experts? All of them? No. Just the ones that we included in this article. <laughs> oh, when you say experts, what you mean is everyone in that field agrees and says the same exact thing. <laughs> no. We just led you to believe that. No, in reality, they disagree. But we have a, a narrative that we'd like to push, so uh, we're going we're gonna to go to the experts who uh, we agree with before we wrote the story, and yeah, just shut up and read the article. <laughs> experts agree, so shut up. Uh, what? What's the name of the expert? What is wrong with you? Why don't you shut? What? What is that? Where, where, where do they go to school? Why the question? What? What is that? Where, where, where in their class did they graduate? What's their actual? What? Just shut up. The experts. Are you an expert? I didn't think so. Shut up. <laughs> Hour two of the Von Hessler Doctrine begins right now. What did you just say? Uh, was some sort of news news on your Twitter feed you were talking about, Tim Andrews, about uh, China threatening us? Uh, they're upset with our arms deal with Taiwan, and they, they will take countermeasures. Right, we're just going to go to war? Might yeah. as well. Let's just do it now, get it over with. We, we may still be able to beat them if we did it now. <laughs> if we wait five or ten more years, I'm not exactly sure. I'm no warmonger. I can imagine somebody just tuning in. What is this guy calling for a war? Yeah, go to war. He's a hawk. Actually, I am not a hawk. I am. Uh, I'm all about love. I'm all about uh, healing, and I am not a warmonger at all. Mm-mm. So I think what we should do something like Taiwan is very important to China. It's very important to us. So rather than going to war, I say we get our best arm wrestler, 
up against their best arm wrestler. Now, they can choose whoever they want. I saw over the top, so I know who our best arm wrestler is, and that would be Sylvester Stallone. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, America. (laughs) You you just don't have it anymore. (laughs) Can't remember his name from the arm wrestling movie. I was called over the top. Over the top, and I can't remember his name. I could usually remember his name from his failures, like uh, John Bad Script. <laughs> you know that uh, you know that movie Cobra that failed. You're a disease, his, and I'm the cure. Yeah, his name was Cobra. Cobretti. Cobretti. Yeah, yeah was, to his friends. Cobra, Cobra to his friends. Yeah, I'm a cop, and I can afford this classic car that I jump <laughs> over the streets of London. <laughs> Over, you're the only person who saw it. And I got a toothpick and a Bridget yeah. Nielsen's in. Well, that was one where he's like, this is going to work and I'm going to have sequels forever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Better go back to killing Connie. <laughs> That's right. Uh, over the Top. What a great film, though. One of his classics. What do you think? No, it's terrible. Oh, come movie. on. Come on. He's a truck driver he's who a truck. arm wrestles. He's, he's doing hey, it. I got to give him a kid back. He's hey, doing why don't it you for pay the, your child support? He's doing it for the love of his child. What is wrong with you? Hey, my bitch wife married a rich guy. I what gotta... could be? Well, because he's, you know, stuck up, and, you know, the kid has to choose between stuck up dad, daddy Warbucks yeah. or uh, salt of the earth Sylvester Stallone driving around in his truck. I'm going to uh, give up all these video games <laughs> to ride in a tractor trailer. With my creepy dad. To be with me. Yeah, hey, we got a lot lizard when you're 16. <laughs> Over the top. Sylvester, did he write that? Did he write and direct that one? I imagine that, it was so bad that yeah. he must have. You keep saying it was bad. How can it be bad? Because it was awful. The premise of the movie is he is a truck driver who's great at arm wrestling, and that's how he makes his money, right? Name the Kenny Loggins song that was the theme to that movie. You're an arm wrestler for our good guys. (laughs) I don't know. That's why it's a terrible movie. You don't remember him. The song, all the Kenny Loggins. I theme. try to forget everything about Kenny Loggins. Oh, you're shameful. No offense, Kenny Loggins. My least favorite part of Caddyshack... The credits. Oh, that's sad. All right, let's do this. Uh oh. What's the market Uh-oh. doing? With money matters, Wes Moss. <laughs> I think our comms got missed. I think we have miscommunications. As soon as I said, let's do this, I saw my producer and lead researcher for the Von Hessler Doctrine gave me that look that said, maybe we shouldn't do this. Well, I have good news for you. As I just got a text from Wes. He said, coming in, we'll be there in three. So, can I say something? Yes. Meet Me Halfway is the theme song to Over the Top, as done by Kenny Loggins. Meet it's a, me halfway to the danger well, it's a, zone. No, it's a throwaway, a song that <laughs> wasn't good enough for Top Gun. Okay. All right. Meet me halfway but look what across happened. the sky. But look what happened. Look what happened. It yeah. ended up in, a, in what people universally think is a better film, Over the Top. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's a lot of shirtless guys playing volleyball in Over the Top. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's not as pleasantly homophobic. I'm not homophobic. Homoerotic. I get my homo words mixed up. (laughs) But if you're just tuning in, I love everybody, and everybody's great. What do you have there? So we're, another, we're now, I'm supposed to wait for Wes Moss? I have another Moss. text message from I gotta you. wait for Wes Moss to saunter? He said it three minutes, two it's, minutes ago. So he's, uh, he's got one minute left. So, But in the meantime, Dr. Joe texted. You mentioned in the last hour that uh, you have that toothache. You broke a I don't, tooth. I do not have a toothache. Let's get things... Look, this is not fake news. My <laughs> tooth broke. There's no, there is no actual pain emanating from the tooth. It's just that when it breaks... For the first 24 hours or so, it's like uh, your tongue while you're speaking is sliding up against uh, jagged glass. Oh, I mean, I'm in, I'm in that face. But the tooth itself, 
not an ache. It just, I, I wish the whole damn thing would have broken off and I don't have to worry about it. Well, Dr. Joe is waving his finger at you via text. He says, tell Eric that if he was using his electric toothbrush, his teeth might not be falling out. Dr. Joe all. doesn't know anything. <laughs> Anti-Dr. Joe. Please put him in his place. Anti-Dr. Joe says you get a stick and some cake frosting and you can brush your teeth with it and it'll be clean and it won't break and all of that. And also take your supplements. And by supplements, I mean pills. Lots and lots of pills. With your face on them. They have my face on them. But I don't, look, I don't make them, but you can buy them. Go to the homeless uh, encampment down in- Dr. Joe, I think, has like a, (laughs) oh, really? (laughs) You get the greatest pills. Uh, Dr. Dr. Joe, I think, has uh, a stool softener. It's one of oh. his pills, but when you when you before you take it, you have to see his face on the side of the. Oh, of smiling the, at the, you at least. Oh, I'll be loosening your stool. <laughs> uh, I just got the electric toothbrush stool. <laughs> yeah, you look at. I set it up there. I look at his face. And his face is like Eric. Let it go. Yeah. Let it go. Come on. Don't you want to smile like Doctor Joe does? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I the, do. Got the prettiest smile in town and the cleanest yeah. colon. <laughs> so. I just got the. He just gave me the electric toothbrush last week, which I haven't used it yet. I'm afraid. So, well, I don't know. I said, you know, am I up to it? Am I up to this new technology? Well, you might be able to carve that uh, jagged edge on a little bit. Oh yeah, I should put a little sander on yeah, the edge. Yeah, that would feel great. <laughs> Sand it down. I'm pretty sure that years ago this was like a cap that broke because th- I'm pretty sure that years ago I had a root canal in there. That's why there's no there's no. Uh, Infection underneath it oh, because gosh. I think the root's gone. It's all gone. I've I've had like fifteen root canals. It's nothing. I've had three. They they're not that bad actually. Well, you know what the thing about the dentist is everybody gets so they they freak themselves out right. on things like how that like what what the drill sounds like. That's not a pleasant uh, noise. Uh, and people, uh, but in reality, I never have a problem really at the dentist. I just walk in going, eh, it's not going to be pleasant. And once I do that in my mind, I've had dentists compliment me. I'm a great patient. I'm a great patient for a dentist because I'm not I'm not one of these people who loses you. Like my wife screams. You know, like patients leave the lobby. Oh, what is he torturing somebody? In the, I'm not sending my kid in after this. My wife, if you get near it to and like, you know, it's got to be 90% mental, right? You're yeah. not really feeling that It is. That That's why pain. you do have to get yourself in the mental, you know, uh, place where I you need to be. If I don't, don't want to do something and I have to do something, I just, in my brain, I just say, okay, it's not going to be pleasant, but the sum, most of my life after this will be after this, right? It, it'll be over. Like, just, just go do it. Put your head down. And that's why I've had so many root canals, I can't even remember if this one was one of them, but I'm guessing it was. Well, we vamped long enough. Look who's arrived. <laughs> <laughs> Guess who just sauntered hey, 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 in. I don't nice to join I, us. I don't even know where sauntering comes well, from. Well, you weren't running. <laughs> Do you what strut? Happened? Wes Moss, host of Money Matters, I've got a, has strutted in here. I've got a huge gripe today. Oh. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. It's not with Jared. What's your beef? Remember that? Letterman used to ask yeah. Jay Leno. And then he lost his job to him. Are you going after my job? Is this the beginning of uh, you trying to take over for me? What's your beef, Wes The Wes Mostrin. <laughs> <laughs> now, this has to do with government control of the economy. Oh, oh. Wes Moss is upset. This Wes Moss, a lot of people don't agree with him, but he's a capitalist. As am I. So what's got you? What's got your goat? Mayor Pete was on CNBC today. So That's uh, Buttigieg. Who's the? I guess he's the transportation secretary. He is the mm-hmm. secretary of transportation. Yeah. yeah, he's he should be called the secretary of government top-down control. Now, okay, because he got he a was, bunch of money, right? So he's on 
the financial news today. He's obviously mm-hmm. on a big PR campaign. There's a big EV conference today. So every big car maker's there, and they're all talking yeah. about how they're going to electrify the future. Interesting that Tesla wasn't invited, and Tesla's not there. So mm-hmm. I don't know what that's about. But Well, they don't know much about electric cars. So so they say, <laughs> look, you know, he wants to do everything EV. 50% of car sales, they're, the, the government is saying This 50%. is by 2030. This is by 2030. This is like, this is right around the corner. Mm-hmm. In a market, nine with, years. I mean, this, years. That's like right around the corner when it comes to a marketplace that is hundreds of millions, hundreds of millions of cars in the United States, and now they want new cars, which anywhere from sixteen to eighteen million, fifteen to eighteen million a year. They want nine of those million per year to be EV. Right. Uh, today, the number is just a, a, a sliver of the market. So. They're talking about this and say, well, how are we going to get, how are you going to get, what if the big car companies find it uneconomical? What if it doesn't make economic sense? And he, with such a pride and smile on his face, he goes, well, that's where the regulations come in. Yeah. Literally, he was so proud. Yeah. He was so proud to say he did, did so... He was, it wasn't just a smirk. He was like, well, guys, that's where the regulations come in. Like, we just struck gold. Yeah. So it reminds me of all the countries. This could be part of the infrastructure, by the way. He gets like 70, 750 billion or something. I don't know, not that much because the whole thing's only So not only are we overspending on money we don't have. So, yeah. you know, again, we. Well, we, it's we, all ludicrous. We, we think about the, the two, two bills that are going. We've got the infrastructure bill, 1.2 trillion. We've got another three and a half trillion on the, on the docket. That's 4 trillion on top of the 7 trillion. Now we're at. 11, 12, 15 trillion dollars that we don't have. There's already inflation in this economy. We're already 28 trillion dollars in debt. Don't forget that. There's already that. And then we're just throwing. And now, the, the what Congress is saying and trying to do is that they are making an economic decision from the top down that this is the way to go. It's they're not letting the market dictate it. They're not letting. Of course not. They're not letting consumers. People are too stupid to know what's good for them. So Come on, just, Wes. They're, they're taking a market that's this massive, and they're they are now. They are absolutely trying to architect what they want from a policy standpoint, and that is a mistake. I don't yeah. care what it good. is. Yeah. I don't care what industry it is. Japan tried to do it. The UK tried to do it, and then you can go to and then and they were those are socialistic examples, but they are also government top down initiatives to do any sort of industry they wanted to mandate to the extreme, which is a fully communist society yeah. it is really uh, antithetical to free markets to have to to be that regulated and then the thought of being so excited and happy that we're going to now hey, we got the power of government it just it's very well, i would not be happy to me it's I, I have a gun i can put it to people's heads put them in jail if they don't do what i tell them to do <laughs> we're gonna get this we're gonna get this i saw i think it's a lot of it is lip service though i don't think you can get from here to there by 2030 and then how many how many nonsense you know Phantom carbon offsets are going to be a part of this. Hey, we're planting trees somewhere. Where? Shut up. We're planting trees somewhere. I saw there's a lot of lip service to this. It's all political. I don't think it's actually doable. And I saw Exxon's. They're going to try to be carbon neutral by 2050. (laughs) Give me a break. Wow, there's a song. Shady B found the Kenny Loggins theme song to the, I would say, I think everyone would agree, Sylvester Sloan's greatest film, uh, yeah. Over the Top. Thank you. 
18-wheeler driving. Uh, I'm driving through the bar. Get arm, done. arm wrestler. Was it an 18-wheeler? I was, uh, yeah, it was a yeah, trucker, right? It was right? a tow truck. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember. All I know is you were arm wrestling for your kid. You mean my kid? Yeah, yeah you mean my kid. Hey. <laughs> I like the fact that Tim Andrews knew the failed Kenny Loggins song. You're right. If it's the 80s and you have a movie with a big star and a, and, the, and the Kenny Loggins song doesn't become a yeah. hit, you've got a flop you on your You just got to listen to the lyrics to know that it's a throwaway from... Uh, Here you go. Use this in your movie. Yeah. Let's play some golf. No, no. You already did that. Uh, all right, Wes Moss, the host of Money Matters, is here. We talk the COVID economy. Where do you think we stand as far as mask in the workplace right now? Uh, you have a workplace, so as right. a CEO of that company, you're yeah. dealing with this. I think it's still a failure from uh, our politicians to not have bright lines, clarity. And it seems to me they're saying, ah, you guys fight it out amongst yourself. And that's exactly what's happening. We spent yesterday, typically when we meet... We actually have a meeting system at my financial firm. Is this a COVID system of meetings? No, no, no. no. Literally just an efficiency meeting system. But people keep their clothes on at all times. (laughs) For the most part. This is not like a... uh... At least they did pre-COVID. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Not on casual Friday. No. Right. I mean, it's uh, anything goes on Fridays. Yeah. But the so it's it's a way to really kind of rifle through topics and not go down these long paths. So we kind of have time limits on how long we discuss things. So we don't. Yeah, because there's always the person who just doesn't want to go back to work. So, and so we don't shut saunter up. for yes. hours on the same time. Thank you. So the the longest we've ever been stuck in a topic on any one topic was yesterday talking about masks because there's just no. Right or wrong, there's just no good answer. There is no good answer. And you, as a I'm now, and I'm saying you because you're in this situation. But anyone who is running a company, especially a mid-sized or small company, is really you have to decide what. Can you figure out a way that okay, if you don't get vaccinated, can you say if you're not vaccinated, you can't come to the office? You got to work from home because I'm not going to force the vaccinated to put on mask to protect you. Or do you just have to say? Do you just throw your hands up and say, because this is what I do, and I don't own a business, but I just mean in all the policies, is uh, for a while, uh, the lunatics are in charge. Uh, I will get through this. And so do you just say, look, everybody put on a mask, leave me alone. I I mean, I have no idea what I would do in your situation. I think you would want to say, if you don't want to wear a mask... I mean, if you if you don't want to get vaccinated, then just continue to work remotely, right? Okay, so, so that is another one of the nuances, is that in some... That can make sense in some companies, but when you have uh, an operational team that needs to be in the office because yeah. clients are coming in the office, the problem with that, particularly when you have a flex schedule, when you say, okay, you're going to be here three days and home for two days, if four or five or a third of the operations team just says, oh, you know what? I don't want to wear a mask, so I'm just going to work from home. Right. That actually starts to hurt everybody else. Once you start gaming the system almost. Right. And, and yeah. that happens immediately in every company. It yeah. just, it happens. Now, when you're a five-person company, maybe not. But when you get to be 50, 60, 100 people, they're going to be people that think that way. So to your point, and I, I, I didn't use this phrase, but I'm going to start using it. For now, the lunatics are in control. We just went back to the lowest common denominator, which has been, hey, this is what the CDC says. Yeah. So we're all just going to wear masks for now, that, period. I think only, the, only thing we could do. That's all you could do is you point to them and go, you see them? They're lunatics. Also, they're in charge. So until that changes, let's just all do what the lunatics do. Wes Moss. 
has his own great podcast called Retire Sooner. That's available if you want to retire sooner everywhere you get your podcast. Sounds good. Also the host of Money Matters right here every Sunday morning at 9 a.m. I listen. You should, too. Thank you, Wes. Yeah, right, Tim Andrews. Yeah, my joke offended you. I'm right, triggered. Right. I am triggered by you. Y'all are right, disgusting. Right. You misogynist. Every once in a while, Tim Andrews decides, oh, that's terrible. I, <laughs> I know. He pretends yeah. that things offend he him. Does. He does. He does. He thinks he's going to get in heaven that way. He thinks, hey, God saw me look like I pretend I was offended by that. I don't know it's going to work with your track record. You're so friend. misogynistic, Eric. I can't stand it. Yeah, but you laughed. Mm. I did laugh. It was funny. You know, what I learned in all of this cancel culture is as a host of a radio show, wildly popular, um, you still can be misogynist mm-hmm. as long as the microphones are off. Well, you see, it's really about <laughs> learning. Right. It's not. It's about where things fit the appropriate place. You understand? <laughs> That's what I'm learning. Autumn, maybe you would know this person. Maybe uh, Jared would. I don't know this person. Uh, influencer Hayes Greer. Familiar with this dude? Mm, sounds no. familiar. Hey, we're, it's getting, we're getting a lot of. Uh, we're getting a lot Pam of. Greer? And I don't know. And I saw a story that said, uh, you know, like there's a lot of like influencers and TikTok people dying young. Like you know, like it's weird. It's 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 it. People are not looking at a couple of stories. One is why are so many young so-called influencers on social media dying young? It could be the age old. They're getting a lot of money and they're young and then they overindulge. I don't know, but it's not really some people are not putting the pattern together. Also, rappers. Uh, there's been a slew of like three, four, five, like twenty-three-year-old guys. You know. Being, which I thought that was back in the 90s, like where rappers were killing each other, but nobody seems to be reporting on. There have been three, four rappers in the last four or five months. Are they beefs or just. Uh, I don't know, because I don't know enough about the world. And a long time ago, I decided I wanted to live. So I don't usually, I'm not critical in any way of rappers. If I. Are there if any I, rappers listening? Call in. If I was a, if yeah. I was, if I was a music reviewer. Is there a more dangerous job in media than being a uh, hip hop rap music Ooh, reviewer? Oh yeah, that would be tough. Oh, every, everything gets five stars. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't care what. I don't you care. This, is, this guy's a genius. What, are you kidding me? Well, I like the track. Uh, that's his name, <laughs> genius. Yes, hey, yeah. It's spelled in a different way. Yeah, but, but that's it's, right. it starts with a Q for some reason. I like but the he's beat, genius. But I like the beat, but the track was uh, about a four. Yeah, that's the yeah. last uh, we heard. That's the last we heard from that music reviewer. <laughs> So I pretty much leave that world alone. I know locally, I remember a few years ago, somebody on the radio said something about somebody's haircut, and it turned out, okay, okay, I don't need that. I don't need that. So if there are rappers listening, I've never heard a rap song I didn't love, and that includes you. I want you to know. I think it's fantastic. So I don't, uh, but these are two stories that aren't being told a lot. So this, this guy, Hayes Greer, if you don't know who he is, by the way, the headline, Influencer. Anybody ever check that? I guess it's based on 25 million subscribers or something. Who knows? That, that means you do That have means an you're influencer. an influencer. Influencer, Hayes Greer, arrested after a man was assaulted and left with brain damage. This kid is, he looks, he's 21. He was on Dancing with the Stars when he was 15 years old. Beating a man so badly he suffered brain damage and stole the victim's $1,200 phone. He's accused of attacking William Markoff on Monday. Uh, bruised ribs, 
Loss of hearing, broken eye socket. That's when you know Oof. somebody is punching you hard. Yes. Yeah. When they Think break... about how strong your eye socket yeah. has to be just to protect that eyeball. Yeah. You might as well just say, broke his skull. Yeah. Uh, it's just like, that. you know somebody is. So he's out. Hey, if you're in the Charlotte area, you need to understand that he is out. $17,500. Uh, he and another guy. I, I just, but he rose to, the, to fame on now defunct social media platform, Vine. <gasps> making oh, videos with his brother Nash and then he went on to competing with Dancing with the Stars at 15 but I guess thing he's uh he's got 5.6 million followers on Instagram 880,000 YouTube subscribers and uh he's also the younger brother of Carolina Panthers backup quarterback Will Greer. Mm. He had his own reality show <laughs> called Top Greer. And uh now he's mm. beating uh, he's broken a this guy's is interesting. I he had a qu- <laughs> you know what you, nobody taught him your influence is supposed to end when it comes to other people's skulls. <laughs> you're, you're not supposed to have any influence whatsoever on that. What do we have? Uh, you have some open mics? I, I feel like the open mics are negative, but I don't know. Okay, it's fine. Well, whatever. I can, hey, I can handle it. One of them in particular is a little negative. I don't know. One of these hosts has to walk around having smoke blown up my, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. I can handle well, uh, Hey, what's that? Oh, it's me agreeing with uh, you. What's that? That didn't sound like it was agreeing. <laughs> no. There seemed to be a little bit of a sarcastic tone to that. No. I'm not sarcastic. I don't understand sarcasm. Strawberries. You know that. He's <laughs> Tim. Tim's not sarcastic. I'm just still shocked that the guy from the Waltons is the quarterback for the backup quarterback. Will oh, Greer. you talking uh, Grandpa? Yeah, Grandpa. Will Greer. Grandpa Walton. That was ball. Gear, wasn't it? Will Gear. Yeah, I think right, it was. Right. Wow. Yeah. I didn't mean to derail the show. Yeah, with that's that. cool. Walton's talk. Hey, if you're, gonna, if you're going to derail the show, at least get it right. All right, John. Girl. John. All right. I'll leave. John Bay. Is yeah, that what you're going to say? All right. Speaking of John's, John gonna, Collins. You know, they're going to re, they're going to redo it, right? Yeah. Gonna, John Bay. Good night, John Bay. If they reboot the, they reboot the Waltons. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, John Bay. Well, they have to find an actor with a mole, <laughs> giant mole on the cheek. Is he still acting? John, yeah, that guy's still, guy still around. around yeah. What was his name? John Boy. John Boy. I don't know. What, what was his name? Uh, Shaney B would know. No, no, I'm looking at his face. He says, no, I would not know. I see his mole. You know, he tried to get away from, uh, I can see his mole. I can't not see that mole. And by not see, I didn't mean, oh, no. Oh, I no. Never, I no, that. never. The Von Hessler Doctrine, totally opposed. Richard Take Thomas. that out of context, Jared, and totally. send it to me as evidence. Totally opposed to that I, whole thing. I got it, I got it. We Rich- are on the record. Richard Thomas. Richard Thomas, he tried to get so, and this movie, obviously, it's out there. I can't remember what it was called. He was trying to get away from his good guy image mm-hmm. as John Boy Walton. And in the late 70s, or, or maybe, I think it was the late 70s, I think I saw it, um, he played a uh, serial killer who dressed up like a clown and preyed on people at, uh, you know, like a, <laughs> John a Boy lover's, lover's Lane. No, but it was, a more, it was different. It wasn't like that. It was like a Lover's Lane kind of situation uh-huh. while uh, people were making out. I can't remember what the name of the movie was, but uh, I, even when I, I saw it as a teenager, I thought, wow, this guy is really trying to change his image. It's kind of like a Miley Cyrus thing. He didn't come from Disney, but he came from the wall. Sounds like a really good idea. He didn't make it in the movie? <laughs> no, he didn't show his butt either. So oh, he, he really should have done that. Yeah. He, he really kept his tongue in his mouth most of the time, so it wasn't as successful as your makeup. Oh, that's good, because that was my thing. I mentioned that. So. <laughs> he, he just played a clown that uh, murdered people Whoa. on Lover's Lane. Whoa!
was creepy. Maybe if he was dressed like a sexy clown. Yeah, and showed his butt, right, Miley Cyrus? Oh, yeah, take a picture, take a picture of your butt, and then it looks so good because you've been Wait. working out, you've been like riding on the treadmill and singing at the same time so you could like have a really awesome voice, you know? Jared. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Miley. Jared. Oh, okay, you're sending me away now? No, no, no. You're I'm, telling me that I should stop no, talking because no. I really like talking. No, no, Miley Cyrus. No? I would never tell you to stop talking. <laughs> I can't All hear right. it enough. That's two snorts. That's two right snorts now, from you. Hold on. That's two. Hold on. Hold on. That's two snorts from Andrews this morning. That's good. Yeah. yeah hey, keep it count. Keep, keep it going, pig boy. Control, so control yourself. So, uh, uh, Jared Yamamoto, show, is this recent? Yeah, this is a week ago. This is uh, uh, showing, Miley, of course. Still, still taking pictures man, of your butt. It's, it's, it's your butt. You just keep showing yeah. your butt online. <laughs> well, if you had a butt like this, you would yeah. take pictures of it too. But, because it looks so good. But you're always telling people that they should be body positive if they don't have a hot butt. Yeah, I'm butt really like positive yours. that my body's awesome. You yeah, know? I know. Too, so. Okay, but but doesn't it? Uh, it how come you know? Doesn't don't it, you want to like be really close to my body right now because you see a picture uh, and it makes you tingle and stuff? I <laughs> find you to be a rather captivating singer. If that's the question, yes, absolutely. Wouldn't mind. Yeah. Yeah. Having a private really audience, as they say. My voice is getting deeper Put and some deeper Vicks under my nostrils. <laughs> do, you, do you like old guys that don't have a whole lot of money? I mean, I like I like, like old guys, like young guys, like chicks, I like, like women, I like yeah. girls, it's like, yeah. like everybody. You, know? you like everybody. Like gay so dudes, I like, when you, uh, <laughs> you're always talking about that no matter how people look, they should be proud of that, right? Yeah. You're for that. Uh-huh. But then you keep putting this uh, sort of unrealistic uh, standard out there of it's your butt. It's not realistic. It's totally real. It's uh, my butt is real I know, but say, <laughs> everybody can't have a butt like that. Is what I'm saying. No, you but you may... can like, take a picture of it. If you love it, then it's like it looks really good because you love it. You yeah. know, like, people yeah. have confidence, you know? And it's I don't just, know like, if the, I don't know if she has a full philosophy on this whole thing. <laughs> I've got to be honest with you. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But look at my butt. Jared, show me picture yeah, okay, no, I did. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah, very good it's that uh, it's, you know, I gotta tell you it's that yeah. sexy thing that never goes away it's kind of a 70s sort of thing where uh, yeah, I got that mullet now you know? no no not that it's that the, you're wearing oh. very very short shorts and uh, it's from the back, and you have like a uh, like a number, like a jersey, not really yeah. a jersey, yeah. but, but yeah. there's something, you know, the things, the things that are turn-ons are really bizarre, really, if you think about it. Like, why, why is that, why, oh, she's wearing a shirt with a number on it. Yeah. That makes her butt look even seem more sexy. <laughs> Human yeah. beings are weird. Like, the things that, that, like, tip us over the edge to like, oh, yeah, that's definitely... <laughs> Oh, you ever been watching? Like, yeah, it makes, it makes you happy. <laughs> you ever been watching uh, pornography and you say to yourself, "No, no, 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 don't take that off," because it's like the the oh, having the sexy, thing. Yeah, yeah, having, yeah, having that shirt or whatever it is is st- no, 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 leave no, it no, on. I can see naked women oh, anytime. Like, but, 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 sometimes but when they get naked too quick, I'm like, yeah, oh, no, 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 come on, <laughs> hold on, hold on. That's a really, really cool scarf. There's no reason it has to come off. Cool I, I don't watch porn. <laughs> I know you don't, and neither do I. I'm joking. I've heard, I've heard stories. Hey, you don't. I know that. Yeah. There are categories where you can choose certain people to wear clothing. What is this like? Is this in your OnlyFans? Have you started your... No, this your... is the thing. Clothed, male, nude, female. Read the news. And, or vice versa. Yeah. That's usually a yeah. BDSM thing. I've heard. <laughs> that was that was the quickest addendum ever. Like, oh, I can, like, you guys didn't see him actually pulling the air back into his face trying to before he said that. See, no, my people, experts say yeah. CFNM, CFNM. It's a Canadian radio station. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know what you said. CFNM. 
<laughs> I'm not saying that you would be an expert in this, but the, you're, what you're saying is you have heard. Yeah, I've, I've seen. that. What, what is it that would be in the BDSM? CFNM, that's what she said. Clothed female, nude male. It's like, and there's mm. the other way, too. Clothed. What did I say? Clothed well, yeah, we female, nude other, male? Yeah, that's no fun. <clears throat> Clothed what? Well, it's a humiliation. I'm, I'm, the woman humiliates the man. What's fun about that? I don't think that it's only BDSM because I know about it and I don't. Like, well, it's a hu- it's a, it's an well, offshoot. Listen. It's humility. It's humiliation. It's what it is. Listen, the most disgusting member of this cast would be Tim Andrews. But second, <laughs> what? second, Get out second of a very me. close second is ten Autumn years Fish. ago. Maybe. Uh, okay, well, we're talking about legacy. Yeah, right. How yeah, okay, old legacy How for legacy? sure. <laughs> for sure, you're a legacy creep. <laughs> you're a legacy creep. You're yeah. a good guy now, legacy but your creep. legacy still says creep. And so you, uh, you're only ten years reformed. Uh-huh. How old are you? I am fifty. Okay, it hasn't taken yet. So you got to make it to sixty and put at least twenty. You got to string twenty good non-creepy years together. The second creepiest person on this uh, panel, Jared Autumn Fisher. Oh. <laughs> Ta-da! The third creepiest, Eric von Hessler. The fourth creepiest, I don't know Shaney B well enough. Just give me a look, Shady B. Uh, do you come in fourth? Ah, yeah, that uh, look. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe third. <laughs> okay. <laughs> battling <laughs> the host. Nothing. Battling the host for third place and creepy is Shady B. And then Greg Russ, who has, uh, you know, a very low sex drive, which is what helped Reagan be such a good president. Making listeners laugh every day. Talk and laughs and real information. The Von Hessler Doctrine on 95.5 WSB. So it's been a couple of weeks now. Is, can we just declare Space Jam 2 just an absolute, complete and total flop? I'd say so. I mean, nobody's talking about it. Well. I didn't see the first one, but I had people in my life talking about it. Now, my kids are grown up, so that might have something to do with it. But you would think, is it even, where 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 did it come in this last uh, weekend? Let's see. Because if it, it would have been a huge hit, all we would have, you know, LeBron would have been, uh, you know, using it as a reason that, why well, hey, people love me and I can say whatever I want, doesn't hurt anything. But if it just flops, then nobody will talk about it. But it might be like seventh or eighth or something. And then I know it's hard because it's on HBO Max at the same time. Is that the one that's on? HBO? Yeah. I get them all confused. So, and I don't think that they give numbers. I don't think streaming services have to tell you. They don't. All they because to their their public companies, right? So to their shareholders, all the shareholders care about is how many people subscribed in this quarter, right? So it doesn't matter. They don't have to tell you how many people watched this or that. It's not based on ratings. It's just based on the overall catalog bringing more people in. And so you'll never really know. Uh, Variety has them in sixth place behind Black Widow, F9, Quiet Place Part 2. F9 opened like three months ago. Godzilla vs. Kong, Jungle Cruise, and then Space Jam. Jungle Cruise looks terrible. People tell me it's getting like positive... Reviews. Let's well, got the Rock. How can you not like the Rock? The Rock is cool in movies, yeah. even if they stink. I like when he plays uh, ballerina do. on a oh, fairy. A tooth fairy. Yeah, the tooth, tooth fairy. fairy. That's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen a Rock movie. Can you believe that? Never. What? No, never seen. What's the good one? Where should I start? What's the What's his Citizen Kane? Uh, uh, Walking Tall. Was it a good remake? Uh huh. All right. No, nothing against the Rock. Johnny Knoxville's in it. Okay, I'm definitely not watching. <laughs> Hour three of the Von Hessler Doctrine begins right now. So has anybody been watching Jeopardy? 
I kind of I watched uh, Aaron Rodgers, watched a few shows with Katie Couric, and then I was pretty much out of it. Uh, I, I haven't done. I can't talk to you yet, English Nick, because we haven't played your thing. I know, but I want to talk about Jeopardy. Have you been watching oh, Jeopardy? I, I caught a bit of Aaron Rodgers. Thought he was good. Yeah, but I have two other people that I didn't know. Yeah. And the big thing was uh, LeVar Burton. What did they say? Uh, the kids say he was thirsty. Yeah, like some way kind of, too thirsty. Yeah, you know, and go, like not a, a GoFundMe. Petition, yeah, a petition. petition. What is the uh, what's the, the 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 stupid petition site? Ch- is it change? Change. change. org. So you're yeah, saying so. he was overly hungry for it? Yeah, I think yeah. so. It basically mm-hmm. basically had all of his fans get together and say. But that happened a couple of weeks ago. People seem to like this guy from CNBC. That's what I'm reading. I don't know. I haven't. But it turns out. Um, it looks like there's a report that says that uh, it's not going to be anybody famous. They're in advanced uh, negotiations with this executive producer, Mike Richards. I remember That's a good reading. Call. I remember reading. Oh, is it? You've had your, you've had your eye on this Richards kid yeah. for Michael quite some Richards? Yeah. So uh, I remember the stories. He had to fill in. Somebody was not able to go or something like that. He had to fill in. People liked him, uh, but I didn't see him. Uh, it's going to be a big mm. deal, though. I'm, it's going to be a big deal because. Uh, their ratings are going to go down. They're, they're not. They're not going to keep the Alex stuff. They're not. It's, it's, they're just not going to be able to stay in that realm. I don't think, uh, unless this unless this guy just comes up. If they allow this guy to work at, you know, building something and you know all Maybe that. Maybe he was the brains behind Alex. Well, it turns out that yeah. he probably was. Mm-hmm. Like he knew he, so he knows it inside and out. Why is it gonna be a guy in twenty twenty one? Why can't it be a woman? Well, hey, I gotta yeah. say, hey, I yeah. have to say, yeah. I sort of expected, you know, the way things are now, that yeah. the last person in the world that would get it would be a white male, a bloke. Um, but uh, people did like him. I didn't see his episodes, and he has hosted other shows that I have never seen. Uh, he uh, a show called Divided, and. Uh, the pyramid, which I'm assuming is uh, some version of the, uh, the trickle down money. Started game, out right? as actually started out as the seven dollar pyramid and worked its way up <laughs> to it, the hundred thousand mile. Michael Strahan hosts the twenty the pyramid now. Well, I don't know. He was a part of it. I, I, I'm just telling you what I'm reading here. Yeah, right. Don't ask me yeah. to know what I'm talking about. Well, like, I'm just, just a radio Ryan, host. Put Ryan Seacrest on there. He's on everything no. else. Uh, Ew, no. been, I'm just kidding. He's, uh, he's on everything, right? This guy, he's on the yeah. I'm sick they, of seeing Ryan Seacrest. And they always do this. Seacrest. Do this thing where he crosses his legs and you see that he's not wearing socks. Oh, yeah, but he's relatable. Yeah, yeah, not to me. You hate that. I hate that because it's just, it's just, it's fashion, Eric. Fashion, but he might be wearing no shows. I'm, I'm not a fan of. Oh, you mean the? No, you see a little bit. You see the top of those socks. Well, sometimes you don't. Like they're, they're anyway, his point is he wants sometimes you to believe. You see those socks. Sometimes he wants you to believe that he's so laid back. He doesn't even put on socks. You know, yeah. behind the scenes, he's, he's like ready a task. to take those shoes off and walk on the beach. <laughs> he's he's a taskmaster behind the scenes. You know that he's not some groovy guy who doesn't he's got those sperries on. What? I'm just jealous. What'd you call him? Sperry. He has the sperries on. It's like boat shoes. Boat shoes. Yeah, that's another thing. I'm just not a fan of that whole look. I'm not a fan of fashion. To hell with fashion. You we know what I tell. say? What I say to people, oh, wow. The audience can decide if I deserve that. But I think that, uh, I mean, getting into whatever the fashion is. What I say to people is just wear jeans. You know what's never happened? No one has ever looked at a picture of themselves from 30 years ago mm. and, oh, Blue jeans. What was I thinking? It's never happened. So blue jeans has now. If they got bell bottoms, acid washed. Uh, no, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm talking say. about old fashioned yeah. boot cut 
Blue jeans, yes. And, and bare-chested, right? Because you didn't say anything about the shirt. Well, that never goes out of style. Okay, let's do this. <laughs> Toodle pip! There it's we go. for Upbeat News with English Nick. Kind of. Oh, we didn't play the new sounder. Oh, I know. Oh, well, because he's, he wants the little girl in his life to be able to listen to the radio. No, not at all. Oh, no. She's in school now, so she can't listen to it. Okay. Well, we have this a little woman. There's a download. A little lady. You can't say girl anymore? What? Uh, yeah, she's come on, four. Eric. Get, get with it. She's five. Okay. I didn't mean to... <laughs> here, I didn't mean to play here. down her, her womanhood <laughs> here, five here. years of age. Ju- ju- just for her. Here you go, Nick. It's English Nick with Kittle Pit. See... Yeah, then we have a big explosion. Man. It just sounds like a truck going by. Yeah, I... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think in the future that should be her voice and then him saying, Toodle, Pip, Pop. Okay. And then Yay, that's it. That's oh, perfect. like this? Yeah, we got Yeah, we got to get rid of the uh, whole thing about it being upbeat news because it's not necessarily nah. upbeat news. It's, it's news hope that we hope doesn't piss anybody off, but that's almost impossible to do now. Before you get to your Toodle, yeah. Pip stories, you're mm-hmm. a musician, you're a singer, and all of that. Uh, we just get this news today that Charlie Watts yes. is not going to be on this Rolling Stones tour. He had some successful surgery, and he, he quipped, for once my timing is, has been off. Yes, yeah, so he, uh, and I, I still have a couple of weeks to declare. I, I spent $1,000 on that show, <laughs> and then the pandemic hit, and then they... Is that so, two tickets for a thousand? Yeah, five hundred pieces. No, it's a lot of. I got a lot of tickets because I. It was one of those shows where I wanted people to go. We were gonna have fun. Jared's gonna go with you. That kind of thing. I'm excited. And uh, well, I don't know that I'm. I don't know that I'm excited. So, they've been holding that, and the, in a couple of weeks ago, I got an email that said, "All right, you basically have three weeks to decide. You can. Mm-hmm. You. We have a new date. You can claim these tickets, or you have a couple of weeks. You can say, I just don't want to." I was already thinking, God, they're all 80. I don't know why the first time that that's had any effect on me. But now that Charlie Watts... Yeah, he turned 80 in June, for the record. Okay, so they're like 78. They're like, yeah. But now that Charlie Watts is not going to be there... It's different. I just Steve Jordan's a great drummer, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. He is a great drummer, but it's, mm, I don't know. Well, there's something about Charlie's drumming that's like nobody else. There's only three of them that have been on every album. Mick, Mick Keith, Keith, and Charlie. Yeah. Now, you know, Ron Wood's only been there since, you know, 1975. He's the new, the new guy. <laughs> so you don't, think, you don't think he's going to fill in okay? I mean, I've never seen the Stones no, live No, I think Steve Jordan will do fine, but it's not it's not Charlie Watts. That's, that's part of, it's I mean, about, that's the, the feel that's of the, it. you know, yeah. But are they, they won't tour again, probably. I mean, this is... Well, we've said that for years, too. Yeah. Won't it get shut down again anyway because of yeah, the a possibility. 8 million variants? Who knows? The, uh, oh, Delta well, Plus. The, the Jagger will be out there with a mask on. <laughs> Ventilator. I don't know. I got to think about it. Pandemic stones. They won't do happy because Keith won't be happy wearing a mask. Mm, I just uh get your shots. I've got the job. Get your job. We got our job. It's a job. Get it in your arm. I don't know. I got to think about this. I got to think. I just think long and hard. I'm going to. When will you make a decision? I have to do it in the next couple of weeks, or else I think they're my tickets anyway. 
All, it's just all of a sudden, at what point does it become almost like a, a tribute band? Well, I think you'll know after today because you have a big thing coming today. So then once that's sort of, yeah. you know, put to bed a little bit, then you'll have the brain space to consider this important decision. I, I'm glad that you have psychoanalyzed me. I like the way she thinks. So poorly. But, you know, I appreciate it. <laughs> that's I, good. I appreciate that. Yeah. Thanks, Joe. Hey, you're welcome. What's your name? I'm Autumn. Did you get your jab? I did get my jab. Good for you. Hey. Thanks. Not a joke. Hey, um, no. You can let go of my hair now. No, no, no. It smells great. <laughs> no, I thank you, but I mean. Gee, your hair smells just... terrific. You remember that commercial? Wait a minute. He's whispering in her ear. You don't have to die. You don't have oh. to die. Just okay. come with me to the basement. <laughs> hey, I, what's, hey. in, what's in the basement? You got Neutrina Chrome on you. <laughs> uh, I got my butt wiped. <laughs> Good to know. All right, give us some toodle pip stories while right. I decide whether or not losing Charlie is. But um, you know what? Whether I go or not, it had to start happening, right? And of course. Now it's here. It can't go now on it's can't here. Do it's like, forever. We want to think that this is going to be the. Oh no, no, they'll be just jumping around when they're ninety-five. No, it had to happen. It took its time. I don't think Charlie's ever going to tour with them again. Anyway, you know we joke. Anyway, that, anyway. Anyway. joke that Keith will outlive everybody. Mm-hmm. I think Mick will outlive all the original members. Well, Mick... Uh, because he's super fit. I don't he's, think so. He's, <laughs> <laughs> you think you got him, huh, Keith? I think I'm going to make it. <laughs> Keith, no, you have no idea. Uh, Mick has about. been surrounded with this uh, sort of uh, wall of indifference and inser- insincerity that he's mm-hmm. had his entire life mm-hmm. that I think will preserve him. Mm-hmm. I've, I love the Rolling Stones. I love Mick Jagger. I, I've never, I can't, I have never been able to find one interview with him that's even remotely interesting. This guy <laughs> is so insincere and so <laughs> casual in his conversation. Charlie Watts is another one, by the way. He was always, I, I don't very think, very aloof. I don't think, yeah, aloof. That's a good yeah. word. I don't mm-hmm. think Charlie Watts even loves rock and roll. I, I, well, he was never at a party, or was he? He was I, married I from the get-go. I don't see Charlie Watts as a guy who could, oh, and here's his Motown record collection. He's like a jazz guy mm-hmm. who happens to be in this band that's the biggest rock and roll band of all time. But I don't think that he has a love for it. And anytime there's an interview with Charlie Watts, <laughs> all he does is tell you how he's not impressed. You know, uh, what's, it, what's it like to go out there in front of 80,000 people? Well, those aren't my favorite shows. I guarantee <laughs> when it's time to go do you know a dozen dates or whatever they do each year, he says to his wife, I really wish I could just stay home. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to my jazz records. <laughs> I don't know. We haven't even gotten to one Toodle Pip right. story, but it is time. Remember, it's time for me to tell this story once again. When I was in eighth grade, uh, getting on the bus, so I'm now 57 years old, getting on the bus, I had a friend that I would talk to about music, and he said, Have you heard the new Stones album? This was Some Girls. Have you heard the new Stones album? I said, No, I haven't heard it yet. He goes, They're really old. But they're really good. <laughs> that's when I was in eighth grade. All right, let's have a, a toodle pip or two. That uh, was not. That was weak. I know. There you go. Men. And that what that didn't even come out of Jared's mouth. <laughs> nice tie-in, guys. Uh, men who ejaculate at least twenty-one times a month. Slashed their risk of prostate cancer by a third Harvard study says. That's what I call good medicine. Slash That's a lot of exercise. Risk. What? It's, it's just such a strange way of that. Hold uh, on. Let's, this written. to me. It is a British newspaper, the Daily Mail. I don't know about you, but I, I, I'm a person who believes in the science. So if mm-hmm. you tell me that if you uh, 
get to the point of no return. Uh huh. Fun time. Arrive. 21 times a month. And that slashes mm-hmm. your uh, risk of prostate cancer. Is that it? Prostate That's cancer? Right. Yeah. Um, then I say, I believe in that science. And I am somebody, and I'm in the future, I look forward to moments like this, like, uh, what, are you, what are you doing in there? Hey, living, yeah. surviving, Not dying. hey, hey, what are you doing? Getting healthy. Taking care of my prostate. It's a healthy lifestyle. What the Taking hell's the matter with you? Business. It's the 31st, and I've only had 17. Gotta get take care of business. Can you do them all at once? That's all. Like save them up. Uh, Does it have to be spread out through the twenty? No, 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 no. 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 You want to do? Oh, what about February? Rocking is a tough month. Yeah, rocking. I like the idea that that is actually healthy. Now, here's the other side. You still go blind. Oh yeah. yeah, and your arms get hit, your yeah. hands get hit. If you're long, if you're not getting all twenty-one with uh, your spouse mm-hmm. or uh, a significant other, then mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. you will live longer, but you will not be able to see anything around you. So you get away the health uh, risks. Someone should pros invent- and cons. We need an app for that where you can actually keep count. Well, there are apps that can for help. That? that can help. Oh okay. Yeah. I just keep it. My, I just keep it. <laughs> plenty my no- plenty of websites. I just keep it on my notes. <laughs> Yeah. I used to keep track of stuff like that. <laughs> Why? Whoa, now, hold on. Let's, before Autumn starts t- talking about this, let's remember that it is a family show. Yeah. You I mean, I had a monthly? I had a, um, monthly? monthly... Well, yeah. I mean, I a had diary. a monthly... Um, a diary. Um, moon... No. Sa- shut, shush, Jared. He's trying to. He's afraid you're going to say something. Diary. Diary. Oh. Dear diary. Oh, is it your diary? Did you I had, count? I, you know, I kept track of my, you know, my cycle. Yeah. And so I would also keep track of mm. how that much, also. How much fun? Well, I'd have to go back and look. I'd have to go into the archives. No, no okay. Well, well, we'll we'll do that. Maybe on. Uh, maybe we'll. Maybe okay, we'll do a live show. We'll do a live show. We still have it. This, uh, we'll call yeah, it. We'll sure. call it the autumn monologues. Yeah. <laughs> 3.35 p.m. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. This, uh, this is not a diary. Oh this gosh. is a tome. Oh, my. This thing weighs like 20 pounds. <sighs> we open this yeah, it's up. on a scroll yeah. in a library. It's kept on a chain. <laughs> you can only hold it, it with this gloves. Got it right here. This is just March of 2018. Yeah. Pages are kind of... <laughs> <laughs> why would you... Was that just... Uh, yeah, why? Why? What, is there any sort of... I don't of, know. Just, why not? You are something. Yeah, why not? You, I mean, I had an app, and it was I was tracking all kinds of stuff. If so you I were a boy, if you were a boy, if you, I were a boy, if you were a boy, you would have been the worst <laughs> fraternity guy ever. Like oh, she, yeah, she, she would have been, been bro. She oh, would have been such a bro. She would have been oh. bragging about you know. She would be you know notches on the bedpost. Oh, Andy thing. over there, yeah. Andy, yeah. Andy yeah. Fish. High five. You're born the wrong gender, Autumn. Well, really I'm glad I feel like a woman, but and uh, I act like that. a man. Yeah. <laughs> English, Nick. Cheers. Thank you, sir. Healthier. In a way, this picks up from the last story. In a way. Louis C.K. has announced that he's doing a stand-up nationwide tour. I like the fact, you know, the way that news now, because they've gotten to the point where, you know, give an inch, take a mile, right? So 
you have like okay, like uh, people. Whenever you see stories about uh, the My Pillow guy, right? Mike Lindell. Yeah, it'll always say yes. Uh, with his un uh, with his unproven allegations of election fraud or something, like they'll throw something in there, uh, not unproven. What what are the what are the another unfounded? Term, unfounded, right? They'll, they'll they'll put something in there that says even though this is supposed to be straight news, we feel it's our obligation to put in there that these are unfounded because you can't just trust people to use their own brains. You know, the media knows most of the people are not as smart as they are. So, and you can even understand, you know, when you see what happened on January 6th, so there's a give an inch, take a mile kind of thing. But now there's editorializing inside of all kinds of headlines. So the headline for Louis C.K., disgraced comedian, yeah. <laughs> Louis C.K. going on nationwide tour. Now, disgraced means to me that he's going to be up there on stage alone. People hate him. Right? No. That's the, that's the editorializing going, uh, the person who's writing this story would never go see such a depraved human being as this. But, unfortunately, in America, we can't put him in jail. And it turns out he still has a right to make a living, which is wrong, as far as I'm concerned. But, you know, how about just Louis C.K.? And then, you know, part of the story that you're telling right, within is... Within the article? Within you, the article. Unfamiliar. The allegations that were against him and all that. It doesn't say he's coming to Atlanta. But I will predict, I think there's a reason, something I saw in here, you know, the weakest entities in the universe right now are corporations. And, as, and, and uh, the, the biggest secret is that uh, political movements that you see on the street actually love corporations and they love corporations to own more and more and more. Because if you don't like something that was done by a mom pop, you know, kind of ownership, you don't, you can't really threaten them too much. Mom pop can give you the finger and go, "Hey, we still have an audience. People still want to come to our venue. Go to hell." But if a corporation owns not only a venue where Louis C.K. might be uh, performing, but also has a razor blade company. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> Orange right. juice company, beverages. You are uh, the movements in the street that you would believe are socialist and, and tout that as so. Love large corporations because they are easy choke points. So it's not just that you own the venue and I can protest you. I can I can make you think that I can get less people to buy your razors or your orange juice along with not going to see this. It makes it that's a little something, a little tip for you. A little something Eric von Hessler wants you to be able to know. The people uh, the angriest people in the streets that you would define as more socialist or whatever actually love large corporations that have a large Large portfolios with a lot of assets because they could maybe get that guy on the radio canceled, uh, not based necessarily on the radio side of things, but we can also go after the razor blade company and the orange. Yeah, get this guy off the air. <laughs> so they actually love, they love this. And so the thing that I see is the first date is in uh, Hulu Theater. At Madison Square Garden, which means they probably cut the place in half or something, call it a theater. And Hulu, I don't know who owns Hulu. Who owns Hulu? Is it NBC? It used to be a conglomerate. Like it used to be Fox and NBC, and they all owned it. I don't know who owns it now. 
but there is a spineless CEO at the top there. I know for I don't have to know, but I know. Walt Disney guys. Oh, there oh, you go. Well, that's it. There you go. Not a chance. Want to put money on it? Want to put? And this is and I've mentioned this before. And it might be counterintuitive to people. Why would people in the streets that are calling themselves socialists love large corporations? Because this, if this was Jim and Dan's comedy club. And only Jim and Dan were involved. Jim and Dan could say, "Well, I'll get the hell out of here. I don't care. Protest all you want. We're having Louis C.K." But Hulu was bought by Disney, and Disney is wokey dokey, wokey dokey, wokey dokey woke. <laughs> and Disney will fold the first time. I don't know. Seventeen non-human algorithmic bots complain on social media. So I would say, and, but it is the example that illustrates my point, which is if you, don't, if you are somebody who wants, hey, I thought we canceled this guy, then you love the fact that it's called the Hulu Theater, and you love the fact that some years ago Hulu was bought by Disney. Oh, now I can threaten the entire Star Wars franchise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> On top of this, and it will not be worth it. So I say he doesn't make that first date. Not if the word Hulu, not if the word Hulu is on there. I say that uh, whoever is the spineless CEO at the top of Disney, and by the way, that's not personal. I can't think of a large corporation not headed by a spineless CEO right now. <laughs> People who cannot stand up to a paper tiger. It has been proven time and time again that there is no real bite from social media and their boycotts. But the people, we have been Peter principled to the point with our politicians and our CEOs of our largest corporations. These people are spineless. They are not smart and they have a lot of dumb lawyers who say, just get out. And Disney is not going to stand and fight for the right of disgraced comedian Louis C.K. <laughs> to play the Hulu theater. I can almost guarantee it. Now, you don't think that Comcast could bail Hulu out here? Because, again, Disney is the majority owner of Hulu, right. but Comcast is the minority owner, hey, so listen, maybe you could is, have like is a Is Comcast war- a large corporation? <laughs> yes. yes. I don't know the name, but if you go to the top, there is a, there, there is a CEO who uh, is going to fold immediately upon 17 non-human algorithmic bots bitching about it online. Because I mean, it, it's been shown. The reality is that uh, that guy who appeared with Trump, who owns Goya Foods, I, I, he, he suffered no losses. He may have gained. Remember the big boycott mm-hmm, and AOC mm-hmm. and we're going to stop, we're not going to have, and he was just like, go to hell. And guess what happens? It doesn't take more than 72 hours for social media to get up, upset about something else. And they're off and running and they forget. But it doesn't matter how many examples of this these spineless CEOs see. If you're born without a spine, you're kind of stuck with it. This is the thing we understand. CEOs and politicians do not grow a spine after getting their positions. They get their positions because they've been spineless all the way up, which proves to everyone else they've got what it takes. Entertaining, honest, independent thinker, Eric Von Hessler and the Von Hessler Doctrine. 95.5 WSB, Atlanta News and Town. I think I've done a pretty good job today for a, a host with a 
cracked open, broken wisdom tooth. Stinking tooth mouth. It's not stinking. It's yeah. not like that. It's yeah. just like oh. it's just that my tongue is, you know, up against the jagged glass. Why are you oh. so defensive about that, Eric? I'm not defensive. I'm bragging. Yeah. My, I'm like, a it's pro. not stinking. I'm a pro. My tongue has been bleeding uh-huh. since 9 a.m. And you toughed it out. I toughed wow. it out because I'm a pro. I'm. You know what? That's. You know what that is? That's short for professional. Thank you. Is it? Yeah. And as and is yeah, it? like like I, I would I would mute my uh, laptop. Unlike you, That's amateur. My bad. That's my bad. Amateur. That's my bad. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, are you being like Shady B? Is that your who's No, that? that's my... Uh, oh, is that no, Jared? I, no, I forgot to turn it down. Have you noticed when Jared can't find the words, He he's, his hands go out like ah, he's, yeah. he's reaching for letters? <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, they got the... Uh, his hands start... He just starts reaching like he's going to find the letters and put well, them together. Well, and also, Tim, Jared would never say, oh, I forgot to turn off. He's like, well, I like to hear my voice extra time. Oh, I didn't do anything yeah, wrong. Yeah, yeah. Oh, let's plug our podcast. Uh, yes, spin, uh, spin. I have been. <laughs> That's right, Tim. These, uh, these kids Jared. have been wanting to plug their podcast. Kids. These parasites oh, on the Von wow. Hessler Doctrine. Is that how you see us? Wow. Is that how you well, see Well, what us? is a parasite lives off the host? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, they uh, we got lots of, uh, none as good as the one that I'm on with uh, Dawsonville, Dan Elliott, and... Uh, Wow. I, you know, I reached so far for the Dawsonville Dan thing. It just sort of worked me out. Mumbling Eric. <laughs> Forget the lyric. Yes. Turnbull, Elliot, and Von Hessler with five to go. That's the great one. If you're into NASCAR, yeah. that's the podcast. That's available everywhere. But there are others. And uh, one of them is called Radio Labyrinth. That Correct. is uh, Tim Andrews' pop culture podcast. Very good. I don't understand it because Tim Andrews hates pop culture. I don't hate pop culture. Appear, I hate certain I was, aspects of it. All right. Well, the, the stuff that's in the last 20 Are years Are you going to see so. this movie? Which movie? Nah, it's nah, nah I'm not going to see that. But, uh, but I end up seeing it anyway. All right. So who is, uh, you got a big guest on your Well, po- every Wednesday we drop uh, an interview show. It's called Radio Labyrinth Presents. We've been speaking to a lot of celebrities, uh, actors, things like that. People that catch our interest. This week's episode is, if you are a fan of the show Alone, which has had eight seasons on the History Channel, they drop people off in the woods and they got to learn how to, they got to find stuff to eat and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we Survive have, it. Yeah, her name is Rose Anna Moore, and the cool tie-in is that my co-host Jeff Lebuff and I are both from this place in Pennsylvania called Tioga County. She is also from there, so it's cool. Oh. So it's like a family reunion, except you don't know each other. Well, we know some of the same people, and that was kind well, of interesting. Oh, that's yeah. nice. Yeah. And you could say, like hey, Billy you, down the street? You could meet at the old diner. And like the she Wells would know diner. Exactly. She knew right where that was. Absolutely. Not a fan of pudgies that we found out. She didn't. She doesn't pudgies like pudgies. Pizza. But we don't exclusively speak about this because why would we? We well, talk yeah. about where she is. Listen, and... if you told me that you talk about the uh, Northeastern Pizza franchise pudgies yeah. for an hour, yeah. I would tune in for that. <laughs> no, she gets hunted by a grizzly bear. On the on Radio Labyrinth? On no, on on alone. I didn't know you guys had that kind of budget. Well, we do. We can we, really up things. He's gentle Ben. I mean, he's been beaten into submission, but yeah, and while we're here, and uh, so uh, there's a power pod. That's uh, Jared Yamamoto, and uh, I believe he. What did you say? You're having Tucker Carlson on? No, no, no. I'm having uh, Tucker Brewing Company on oh. tonight because tomorrow is International Beer Day, and you know how much Thank I you. love beer. Going, so, down the, going the wrong it way. It makes you a jolly good fellow. It Who, does. That was your mentor. Was your mentor, Eric Von Hessler. What is he opposed to? You ruined letting, letting. <laughs> <laughs> well, he started with one Eric. And, That's true. So, a lot uh, of Eric, I've had a lot of Eric influence in my life. I, what have I told you? Don't <laughs> let the calendar and hashtag 
made up holidays create oh, your me. content. Believe me, I have a way to present this. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. So we're donut gonna be... guy on Donut Day. They won, won Georgia the Logger of the Year. Okay, Georgia well, Logger of the Year. I got nothing against them. I'm just Inter- saying I'm trying to mentor you as a host. Uh, the next thing you know, you're doing celebrity birthdays. It's a slippery slope. Yeah, I'm just saying. It's Wing Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, you're you're, you're trying to push the tide back out, Eric. It's uh, That's past. It's done. It's already over? Oh, yeah. It's already happened? Yeah. It's, All yeah. right. And Autumn and Greg can't stand each other, but they still do this show <laughs> called One Topic. Come and listen to it. Come and listen to One Topic. I think the last- Like and subscribe, rate and review. Yeah. The last one, I, the uh, tension was palpable. These two human beings are not fans of one another, but they've, <laughs> started, the city. they've started this uh, podcast, and uh, they are at least We can't profess- finish it until we've covered every topic. Exactly. So it's one... How does that work? What's well, called one topic, and you guys... Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you do? So it's a variety of things. We take turns picking a topic. So oh, last oh. week it was sex in the city. Oh. Sometimes it's grocery stores. Uh, one time it was uh, coping mechanisms. So we run the gamut. I got the whole thing wrong. I thought one topic meant a variety of things. To Did I misunderstand what that idea yeah, was? Yeah, because um, I think the key word you're looking for is one. And yeah. that usually means like a single yeah, thing. I was focused yeah. on topic. Right. Which mm-hmm. says, so, you know, I everything. I don't know why. The topic yeah, every week it's... is the word topic. Yeah. <laughs> How many of you guys, what are you, like 125 in? Um, I think it's more than that. I think it's 130 something. At what 130 point? So something. somebody's just jumping in. Where in the catalog can they find the moment? Where, the, where, the, where in the catalog can they find the moment where the uh, the two hosts just absolutely cannot stand one another? Oh, well, I mean, we did some... We did some uh, deconstructing of our relationship. I'm crying on those tough. episodes. Yeah, I can't handle crying. crying. You know that. I know. Autumn started crying from me once, and I almost, uh, uh, like, my head went like a turtle. Like, the rest of my body was a <laughs> shell. It just went down yeah. in there. I don't know what to do when people start crying in front of me. Good thing you didn't have daughters. I don't know how to... Well, I mean, you know, I mean, in family like that, I can. But when someone's not my... <clears throat> You're my, you're my family, but you're not my family family. Aww. Wow. No, you're my family. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, inside okay, of... Okay, fine. I understand what you're saying. Now, this I like. <laughs> Making people cry is something I enjoy. Oh, no. I just don't like dealing with people who are crying. <laughs> All right. We are done. No podcast, 30. However, we're not done for the entire week. I've made an executive decision. As parasites to this host, you'll have to just go along. We're going to come back. We're going to do one more of these. And it's going to be tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Everybody listening now is invited to listen then. But until then, continue on your journey. Do not piss off the genie. Thanks for listening to the Von Hessler Doctrine podcast. Remember, you can hear the show every weekday from 9 to noon right here on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.